You Can Do Both podcast, episode six. This is Ashley. This is Courtney. And we're back at it again in our regular setup. Regularly scheduled programming. It's yes. Sunday night. It is a Sunday, and today was daylight savings. Yes. Did you feel that? I felt the shift for sure. I Did woke, you? I woke I up. I think anyone who says that is faking it. <laughs> How do I, you notice one hour of sleep? No, I woke up with sun in my eyes, like okay. very heavy. And I was like, oh my God, why is it already like 10 o'clock when it feels like nine? Okay, that's fair. If yeah. it was the sun. The people who are, who are like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I lost that hour. <laughs> I'm like, it's an hour of sleep. Like, it ain't that deep. It's not that deep. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really notice a difference. I'm kind of bummed that, wait, it's going to be getting darker in the morning. Yeah. Okay. But it'll change quick. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 60s all week. Hell yeah. Although it was like 25 today. Ex- Love Boston. <laughs> it literally snowed yesterday and I'm just over it. Yeah. Me too. I'm definitely over it. All right. Let's do a little catch up. Perfect. So you came to Equinox with me. I did, in fact, go to Equinox with you. We did the Daily Dare. What did you think? I loved it, and I knew I would love it. That's me why too. I didn't want to go, because yeah. now I want to actually pay for a membership there. Yep. I think it might have um, sparked Gab to join, too, because Gab's been wanting... It's always been the plan that she's going to yeah. join when she comes, and then she texted me this week, and she's like, okay, I think I'm ready to join amazing i was like let's go no it's more fun to have gym friends way more fun way more fun i was telling you so court and i went to a class we did a best butt ever and best abs ever (laughs) with (laughs) jay pukna or something i don't exactly know how to pronounce his name but he just brings all the flavor to our friday morning great attitude but courtney and i were just chit-chatting in the beginning and it's so crazy how many other people or girls at the gym you just make yourself so much more approachable when you're smiling and laughing and talking with a girlfriend yeah no one has really ever said much to me at all because I'm always just there given we always had our masks on and now it's just recently lifted but some girl next to Courtney was like talking to her about the Apple watch or something and I'm like is this how I'm gonna make friends like I have to bring Courtney with me (laughs) are you kidding me I guess I'm just that approachable (laughs) I guess so am I not approachable no, you definitely are. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know. She was, she was asking me questions. She didn't even, like, say hi or anything. She was like, what? Setting Apple Watch? I was like, huh? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, pointed down. And I'm like, oh, the watch? So weird. But, yeah. She was nice. You should befriend her now. Yeah. I mean, I guess not the ideal situation. She couldn't really <laughs> form her words. But yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. fact that somebody actually talked, most people just would never yeah well you'll be seeing me there as soon as i move into my new apartment i'll be getting a membership there i'm so excited yes me too what else do we have to catch up on not too much i went to a cooking class last night but that's a story for another time it was horrible really yes we walked in like this smell was bad they were serving boxed wine no they weren't boxed wine this is supposed to be a gourmet cooking class and we didn't cook anything except for the pasta the pasta maker was so fun though but I like, saw the video on your story it looked yeah, really funny it was sick joe and i were killing the pasta maker i believe it um but yeah other than that wouldn't recommend well i went to contessa last night for the I, first time how was it it was definitely worth the hype okay there is no other 
atmosphere or ambiance like that place in Boston. Like it genuinely felt like you were in New York or LA for sure. Love that. Apparently you have to make reservations like months months in advance, but I just went to the bar and basically put my name on like the bar waiting list and we didn't get seated until like well after 10 o'clock, but it was still worth it. If it's like a small group and you just want to go just yeah. experience a drink and maybe some apps or something. I feel like that's the way to do it. Yeah. No. It was like you just felt elite being there. Yeah. So and it's on my list. I need to go. Yeah. But other than that, let's get into it. We're bringing back a series from our second episode called Let's Talk Both. And the topic that we're going to be discussing today is work-life balance. Hell Yeah. So work-life balance is definitely something that no matter what you do, you can relate to this on some level. Yeah. And this was actually a topic that people had wrote in to hear us talk about. And it's not the most glamorous of topics, but it really is something that people deal with, you know? Honestly, when people, when I talk to people about the podcast and I tell them the name, this is one of the number one that comes to mind. And I think it's relatable because I think everybody thinks of that when they say you can do both the first thing that comes to mind is doing life and also working totally so I'm excited to talk about it let's start with the two extremes okay so first extreme would be work is your entire life yeah you have no separation the lines are very blurred yes if you even really have much of a life outside of work at all Totally. Like if that's all you talk about, if it consumes almost all of your hours aside from when you sleep and eat. Yes. And there even are two different extremes within that one extreme mm-hmm. itself. People who literally like choose that life for themselves. Yeah. And it's like they decided to go into investment banking and they willingly signed up for 80 hours a week working and all of that. And I'm sure it pays off in different ways. But that is one extreme. It's like you yep. made that choice. You maybe you love, maybe you don't, but you expect it. And then also within that, just something that you signed up for and you just like literally feel victim to corporate America. Yeah. And you are just there because you have no choice or at least you feel as if you have no choice at that point. Right. That that makes me think of the I can't help but think of accounting. I know. I know. I just feel like all of our accounting friends who had to go through all those exams, busy season comes around. I don't even know what the heck busy season (laughs) means, but everybody needs something done at their company. And our friends are being so overworked. I'm like, Oh, I overworked, underpaid. Couldn't be me. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) to a certain extent, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. (laughs) Yeah. So I, well, I guess then there's, so there's the people who kind of expect it. Yeah. There's the people who, I guess accounting in a way you kind of expected it, but also you don't really have a choice. Yeah. You know, and you work so hard to take these exams to get the certification. And then once you have it, you want to be able to use it to some extent. So then you feel obligated to stay even more. Right. But then I also feel like there's another type of person who is so blinded by this hustle culture that used to be so glamorized. Yeah. And it was like, oh, if I'm not working and grinding, I'm not going to be successful one day. And literally it's all you talk about. It's all you think about. Yeah. I definitely know. And I've seen some of these people in my life. And I would definitely say that that's another extreme. Totally. Of work-life balance. Okay. So that's work, work, work. Now it's the opposite. So opposite would be when work is just fully your last priority. Yeah. Like you will put anything 
else above work. Totally. Um, you're not very motivated. Yeah. Maybe you hate your job, but also you don't really give it a second thought. Yeah, doing the bare minimum. Just enough to get by. Yeah, and even some people who decide to not even go into corporate America, but more so are work in the service industry and yeah. like do little things that really just make ends meet so that they can do whatever they want to do. I don't have yeah. too many people like that in my life, but I know that does exist. And honestly, sometimes like the people that I do meet that live like that, I'm like, damn, damn, you're really doing the damn thing. And like, yeah. you love your life. Like you absolutely love your life. And a lot of people sometimes can surpass. Obviously it's not a stable of a career path, but like yeah. they can make a lot of money doing these like night jobs or whatever oh, it may sure. be. And just that's the life that they chose for themselves and like kudos to them. Yeah. Now that we've talked about the two extremes, where do you think that you fit in between these two? So I think I'm kind of a rarity in the sense that the work that I do on the day to day, I'm genuinely so passionate about. And the work that I do is like a project that I literally ideated and am now watching bring myself and a few others like bring to life and so because of that I feel like my work is my baby yeah and that there's always something more to be doing and I've gotten to a point where I just see the potential of it so I want to put in all of the work that I possibly can and oftentimes that is me working until eight o'clock at night or that is me answering an email at 11 p.m. and it is I would say I'm more on the side of work 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 but of course I do have a life outside of work and I am actively trying to delineate I'm big word I'm actively trying to delineate (laughs) meaning like draw a line okay and separate myself I actually had a conversation with my mom not too long ago because I visited home and I was clearly working well through dinner time and she was just like Courtney like this is not good you're too young for this if you you're going to run yourself into the ground and you're going to burn yourself out. And that is going to eventually do worse things for you than if you were to do a hard stop at five o'clock or a hard stop at six o'clock. So I'm definitely more towards the work, work, work. Um, But it's because I love what I do so much, which makes it hard. And so I've kind of given some insight into what I do in the past. I'm not going to get too much into it. But the work that I'm doing is impacting other people outside of myself so I'm building this community of small business owners and creatives and giving them the tools they need to take their visions to life which is so fulfilling to see which also I'm seeing not only am I seeing the program that I'm building myself but I'm seeing the impact that it's having in other areas of people's lives and in other businesses and so it's like not only am I doing it for myself I'm doing it for the people that are now a part are a part of this program So, like, there's just so much fuel to the fire that ignites me wanting to work as hard as I do. But it really is important. So I'm actively trying to more so draw these lines and set these boundaries because the last thing you need is to just kind of lose sight of yourself in your work. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But I can also I think your role is so unique in the sense that it's very entrepreneurial. Yeah. It's almost like it's like you said, I'm it's building a baby. company within a company. Exactly. 
and you're literally the center of it all and you are what is making this whole thing come to life it's all of your ideas so of course you're going to be so passionate and you never want to stop and it doesn't help that you know you're just such a passionate human being and you would do this outside of work yeah I think honestly if Vista wasn't paying you to do this I honestly see you getting involved in this outside of your job totally so I can see why that's hard to draw a line there yes but what about you how would you so place my, yourself? <laughs> I love my job. And I also feel like I'm a rarity in the sense that I genuinely am so happy at my company and what I do. Yeah. I think it's so hard to go get out of college and actually find a job that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not working on a passion project. I am basically the bridge between the tech side and the finance side of an asset management firm. So a little more bland, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think I have a great work-life balance. I pretty much give myself a hard stop. I am there when I need to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I get my work done. I do a good job at it. And then I log off. And I don't think about it. That sounds Um, iconic. Yes. Iconic. I think it is iconic. (laughs) And everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you're not working hard enough. No, I am. I'm doing exactly what is asked of me. I'm going above and beyond sometimes like I do a very good job at work yeah like I'm that's all you need to do and I think a lot of people get so blinded by oh my god if you're not going above and beyond every second of the day like staying after hours I think this used to be a thing depends on the profession too like it's not like we're in sales it's not like it's not like the more work we put in the more we're going to get to coming to us you know I just think I don't know people need a reality check that you can (laughs) excel at your job with just doing whatever is asked of you doing it well and then closing the laptop yeah like that's it I don't know what I just feel so bad for all of these people that think that staying the two hours after everybody online your manager's not seeing that you're online too like two hours after no also I sometimes see I feel pressure when I'm literally online and I past like five o'clock and I see the other people are online and I'm like why are other people online like literally why but you don't know what they're doing I mean I use my laptop for other reasons that says that I'm online and I've even like slacked my manager at a certain time and I was like so are we logging off now and she's like oh yeah I already have a cocktail in my hand like I'm answering you from my phone right now like other people need to realize that everyone's just trying to figure it out trying to find some sort of work-life balance and then it's not always what it seems yeah it's really not and I don't know it's such a hard thing to wrap your head around because especially when you're starting out you do want to go above and beyond like you've worked the past four years to get hopefully a job that you're really excited about yeah so you want to prove yourself but you can prove yourself without burning yourself out totally and without that taking away from your life outside of work totally so I think I answered the question of I have a yeah. I, I would say I have a very good work-life balance yeah um, I have a lot to learn from you but again like it's so different depending on the career no so I it's know. hard so as so we're gonna go into some tips that we have some things we're either working on things we've heard or things that we actually implement yeah um, but of course as a reminder you both or Everyone listening just kind of found out what Court and I do. So, of course, this doesn't necessarily apply directly to your job. Yeah. But I think you can definitely still get something out of this. Totally. Okay. Um, the first one that I have here is you're going to like your job more when you take a break from it. 
Yep. So I think sometimes your best work can come from after you take a break. Yeah. So specifically, before I switched over to this bridge role between tech and finance, I was fully on the tech side and I was a software engineer. So I would be coding all day and ask any developer out there when you're working on a coding problem and you are just so stuck and you can't figure it out. All you need is a take a break from it. Close your laptop for the night. I would come in the next morning. Boom. Solve it within two minutes of looking at it because sometimes you're just looking the answers right in front of you. But you've been staring at that screen or working on that for problem so long. so long. You have to give your mind a break. Totally. And I think this can apply to so many other things. Yeah. I can speak to that too. My, like literally one of the quotes that I have is a wallpaper on my laptop. is like creative minds need time to be creative. Mm-hmm. And like the power of doing nothing just allows you time to absorb kind of other things around you. Like taking a step away from what your head's down in can actually re-spark inspiration and just, like, get you more excited. Even when I go on, like, vacations or, like, even if I just, like, take a step away from my laptop, like, at lunch and I'm, like, out for, like, an hour, when I come back, I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I was just out for an hour. Like, now I can actually – I kind of got all my jitters out. Now I can actually, like, sit down and focus. Yeah, no, for sure. Even just, like, conversations with other people. Exactly. Like, your mind is just exposed to other things, and that will help you solve whatever you're currently working on. But then also, simple things like making sure you're getting enough sleep. I know. Your brain is not going to be able to produce high-quality work when you're running on such a limited amount of sleep. Leave the office a little. I just... What comes to mind is all these investment bankers who <laughs> are like up at 4 a.m. in the office, go home and sleep for three hours and come back. I guarantee the person that left at six or seven o'clock and got their seven to eight hours of sleep is probably producing higher quality work That's than the so person true. that was staying there grinding. Yeah. Just no. Next tip. Have fun on the work days. Yes. Don't save the fun for the weekends. I think this is so important and I think this is why I have such a good work-life balance because I went into this nine to five corporate world making plans on my weekdays and I was like I am not going to be that person that lives for the weekends that is no life to live no especially in my 20s I have no commitments I don't have a kid I don't have a husband I'm not in a house I don't things to take care of all I have to do is take care of myself yeah so I'm going to do the best that I can at work and then I'm going to make plans for after absolutely and make my week enjoyable absolutely because then you're not working on a Monday through Friday work that's all I do and then you have two days that's so sad Two I days know. on the weekend? I know. No. No, 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 We don't live to work. No. We work to live. Exactly. You can do such a great job at work and that's going to fund your lifestyle. If all you do is work, 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 what's the purpose of working if you if don't you enjoy live. it? Yeah. No, seriously. That, that <laughs> it's way too hard and yeah. also when you do more things throughout the week your week goes by so much faster so much faster and the weekends come around so much sooner yes because every day can kind of feel like a little weekend yeah when you log off at whatever time it may be it can be as simple as I don't know facetiming a friend or cooking dinner with your roommate yes. like it doesn't have to you don't have to be out yes. and socializing and going to a bar or a concert or something crazy yeah no my roommates and I 
this was like peak pandemic when there really was nothing to do. So mm-hmm. we couldn't even go out to a restaurant if we wanted to. We couldn't do all the fun things. So every Tuesday became our favorite day because we started this thing called Trial Tuesday. Yes. And we picked a different cuisine from a different country. And we would literally have like a four course meal, like apps, cocktails, Beautiful entree, dessert. And it would be the highlight of our weeks because we just did something after work and we weren't just like zombies. And you get to look forward to something. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a huge takeaway. Also, your Child Tuesdays inspired Ciara and I to do roomy dinner nights. Yeah. So now we'll once a week. Wow. OK, I just stuttered so bad, um, but nothing came out. <laughs> yeah. Once, <laughs> once a week, Ciara and I will have dinner together and we alternate who cooks for the other. And it just is something to look forward to throughout the week. And it's so simple. And rather than getting into that simulation of I wake up, I work. I eat dinner. I go to bed. Yeah. Like, that's just so boring. Just spice it up a little bit. Totally. And you'll find that you will actually enjoy your work week a lot more. All right. Next one is make friends at work. So this is hard depending on where you work. But also you can make friends with the 50-year-old man. Just because you don't work at a young, fun company that where there's people like you, it doesn't have to be like college where everyone's the same age. Just make friends at work that aren't just co-workers yeah this will give you insight to see how other people find work-life balance I know when I first joined my company I was so lucky to be on a team with three other new hires and we kind of formed our own team and it was so nice to hear what my co-workers were doing on the weekends what hobbies that they had and how they spent their time outside of work because it almost just gave me the okay to do things outside of work and like it's okay to close my laptop and like I don't have to be grinding 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 because other people have a life as well totally this is definitely a debatable thing and I feel like it's not very applicable for every profession but my coworkers and I were all like friends on social and we Mm. all follow each other like no matter like supervisor level also because we work in marketing so like we want to stay on top of everything new and trending. So we have like this DM group that we like send stuff in all day long. And it has made me realize like how important it is to have that divide of work and life and seeing them do it. So it's like, of course, like they've turned into friends, but seeing the social lives that they all live like throughout the day like my supervisor will be walking her son to the bus stop or taking him to the park or, or taking calls from like literally her walk with her son and it's just like so refreshing to see on social from people that I think I need to like impress it's like hello like we're all human we're all doing it yes and it's so nice to have that transparency to say oh my god you're not not only are you just my manager yeah or a co-worker but you are a human who yes. has a life totally. outside of this job that I only see you during these hours of the week yeah I know and I feel like that's not necessarily the same for every single person but I know it definitely depends. It definitely because you yeah. don't want to overshare as well. There no, is I know. again a fine line between. There are some times where I have to block a story from certain people because I'm like <laughs> I don't think they need to see this risque photo of myself. Yeah, no, I I get that. I have a problem with oversharing, as you guys can probably tell from <laughs> us having this podcast. Um, I will tell anybody on the street my whole life story if they ask. Uh, or if they don't ask, sometimes I yeah. just I don't know. I have no problem, but I don't know. I think that's made 
they know exactly what they're getting from me. There's not really many walls up. And I also think that's helpful because other people will let their walls down as well. For sure. So it kind of helps in that sense. But something else, too, I think in the world that we live in, it's much harder to make friends at work because not everyone's in the office. I never go in the office. So that's definitely Mm -hmm. a struggle that I personally had. So what I did to really like kind of kickstart that is when I was in like this new hire group because I at one point was a new hire and they always kind of shout out whoever's new within it or we'll get an email if there's a new person on the team or in the marketing organization. And so I'll just ping them. I'll be like, hey, if I like see even if they're not really close in age, but I particularly do. Yeah, particularly do this with the ones close to me. And I'm like, hey want to want to hop on like a on a zoom like for lunch I'd love to like get to know you and I want to start doing that more or like actually making um an intent to see people like actually go out for lunch or do this or that because I do work from home literally every day yeah but there are ways to slide in and it's Mm -hmm. not creepy I promise you you can like they're probably looking for someone to do that Yeah, wait, that just made me think. So on this team that I was kind of talking about where my team was formed out of three other new hires, so there was four of us, we started doing this thing called a check-in three of the five days of the week, and it's just a 20-minute call on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we would all join a room and just kind of get to know each other. But then it turned into, like, we didn't really know what else to say on the surface level, so I fully pulled out my We're Not Really Strangers and we would play We're Not Really Strangers for the 15, 20 minutes. That's so And it was fun. something we all looked forward to. We learned so much about each other. And those questions really do just make it such an open and inviting environment. And I really think that was just, I don't know, we crossed that line between just coworkers and friends. That's so fun. Yeah. You would do that. I know. I know. <laughs> you would, and, okay, okay, let's play a game. <laughs> like, that was literally me. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I know like, that's definitely not for everybody, but <laughs> uh, to give you guys some insight, um, these were three other software engineers that were all men. Yeah. And they had to deal with me. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that was helpful because I was the only woman. Yeah. And they were like, all right, we're not going to shut this girl up. Like, let her live her life. <laughs> and I was like, come on, guys. But I don't know. Be be that fun person that is just makes things a little less awkward, even when they are awkward. It's worth it. Okay, next one. Productive days will limit the guilt of logging off. So what we mean by this is the more productive you are during the day and you feel like you actually accomplish things. (laughs) Why are you smirking over there? Because you're preaching the choir. I'm the audience of this episode. I need more (laughs) work-life balance. (laughs) Preach to me, baby girl. Okay. If you are productive and get what you need to get done during the day, you will have no problem logging off at the five o'clock, six o'clock, whenever your end time is yeah. because you will feel good about what you accomplished. I think it's so hard when you kind of drag your feet during the day or maybe you get a little distracted or, or you're like, oh, I can do this later. You can push it off because the deadline maybe isn't yeah. during that day. And then when it comes time to close your laptop, you're like, oh, I didn't quite get enough done today. Let me just stay on for a little bit longer. And then that's intruding into your life part of your work-life balance. Yeah. So I'm going to be devil's advocate here. Okay. Two things. Number one, I am getting better, but I have a problem with meetings, just like the nature of my work. And I feel like a lot of people in creative industries and like in marketing specifically deal with this. It's such a meeting heavy, like day to day that it's not that I'm pushing things off, but 
I'm just genuinely in so many meetings that I don't have time to do my actual work that I need to do. And it's like a problem at my whole entire company. Like no joke. I see that. Yeah. So that's like totally something that's out of my control, but something that I've started to do and it has been helping is I block off like blocks in my calendar to literally work. So no one can try putting a meeting on my calendar. I actually started like blocking off chunks of time and labeling it with the tasks that I need to get done so that I can like actually structure my days accordingly um I mean it doesn't go according to plan all the time but like it has significantly improved just Mm -hmm. like that in general and the second thing is I am that procrastinator to a certain extent where like I need some sort of deadline I've always been like this Mm. so it's like when I near the end of near the end of the day it's like crunch time for me and I'm like I finally like there's like there's a go like 4 p.m or like after 3 p.m is when I'm like the most productive power hour baby which is messed up because you're so not alone in that though like there's so many people that do need that little that deadline to give them that extra oomph to push them to get started yeah uh I will say like it's a little easier for me because I've never really been a procrastinator like when something was assigned in school I would do it like that night everyone's like what are you doing let's not do it for two weeks I'm like yeah but I just have to get it done yeah I think that's my to-do self like oh no there's something on my to-do list like I need to check it off yeah that is so admirable I cannot (laughs) relate at all I don't know I just (laughs) I think that's truly just a personality thing I don't know I mean you definitely could change it I don't know exactly how to do it. I also find, though, that I'm more productive in the mornings. Yeah. That's just when my productivity... I do hit, like, a slump in the afternoon, and it is hard to get me over that hump. But I just know, like, if I had a productive morning, I'm like, okay, I did X, Y, and Z. I need to hear back from these people. When I hear back, then I can complete this work. And that's kind of how I structure my days. But also, I don't have meetings all the time like you do. Yeah. And I do see that with my managers who literally I try to book something on my manager's calendar and it's just so so booked so they do tend to stay after and things like that yeah and another thing when you get to that level of management you're going to be working longer hours because you do have more responsibility I know so you need to remind yourself that it's okay to enjoy life right now because all of that responsibility is coming it's right down the road I know. I think about that all the time. It's like, yes, would I like to make more money? Of course. Do I want the extra responsibility that goes along with it? Not quite yet. I'm yet. I'm all right. I'm all We're right where running. I am. Yeah. A 1,000%. So. I'm enjoying the process right now and where I am because you're right. Like, Every milestone is closer than we think that it is. Yeah, it's right around the corner. And then we're going to be wishing for days like this. And we're going to say, damn, why did I have no separation? Why didn't I enjoy that free time I had? Because I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And also for people who are similar to my case scenario where there are a lot of meetings or emails come in throughout the day that you weren't expecting and different priorities are now added to your list that you weren't originally intending. What I've done that I really enjoy, which is not ideal for everyone, is I literally log on a little bit earlier so I can bang out like some of my top priorities before anyone else is online, before I can get those distractions and not these emails and everyone pulling me in different directions yeah or I'll stay on a little bit later but then I'll take time out in the middle of the day actually I lied I don't take time out in the middle of the day yeah no 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 like I don't do that like I either go on 
I am not someone to be learning from. I literally need all the help I can get. I'm going to be honest. That's okay, though. I think that's going to be refreshing for yeah. people to, I don't know, to hear. Yeah, I know. I need to do a better job at compartmentalizing. But honestly, I've just been learning as I've been going. And as I go, I know how long certain things take. I know, like, how to batch certain things. But, like, it just took chaos before I can actually figure out how to be more productive in my work. I'm trying to think, are there any other productivity hacks that we could share to be more productive during the day so that we feel a little less guilty logging off? Yes, productivity hack number one. Put your phone in another room. So true. The um, silence, do not disturb. I have a work one. So I only receive work emails and Teams messages. That's fun. Yeah. What? So it literally says work. So when I, it's like my grind time. Yeah. And then I'll go into work mode so I don't get distracted at all. Any yeah. calls that come in, any texts, it's all silenced. That's so fun. So that's a good one. Productivity hack number two. Time block. Yep. And set some time on your calendar aside for you to actually do work if you have meeting heavy days. Mm-hmm. Going off of time blocking, like you said before, how you put like the tasks in for specific times, Uh, prioritization at the beginning of the week or on your Friday to set you up for next week. I will just list out all the tasks I have to get done in priority order, whether it's a due date or something bigger that I need to get started on. And then I just break it down of everything I need to do. And then I can kind of fill my week in and fill in those time blocking areas based on prioritization. Yeah. Another hack I'd say is set expectations. So I know sometimes like if someone of authority asks if you could do something else or can you add this to your plate or can you do this or whatever, it's hard to say no, but they would almost prefer if you say, you know what, I actually have these things I need to get done. Can I get it to you by tomorrow or can I do this or whatever They would prefer that as opposed to them. Maybe they can pass it along to somebody else Mm -hmm. or maybe they can do it themselves and like get it turned around in a shorter time frame and respect that you have other things to do and you're not bending over backwards for other people when you have things going on. Like people are very understanding of that as long as you're transparent and you kind of set those expectations and boundaries. I think so too. Um, Wait, I have a funny productivity hack. I need to find it though. I saw this TikTok. Also, I don't know if you've heard this, but it's so embarrassing to say, oh, my God, did you see this TikTok? So I heard it somewhere. I don't know where, but I was saying, so I read this article. And, like, (laughs) that's what I always say. So I saw this article, and (laughs) on Spotify, it's, like, an 8 hertz, some type of noise. I'll find it, and I'll post it on the Instagram. But it's literally just this noise in the background. It's, like, 8 hertz or something weird like that. Uh, and it's the sound frequency, and I'm just in grind mode what? when I put it on. I just put it on in the background, and I just put it on a loop, and it's just this weird like mm, I'm, I'm that's not what it sounds like. <laughs> but anyways, you could try it. I don't know if it's the placebo effect yeah. of it just said it you can grind, but I just put it on, and I'm just so it's not a podcast where I'm hearing words, it's not music where I'm yeah. singing along. Yeah. I'm just so focused. Wait, I love that. I definitely want to experiment and see how that does for me. Yeah. Something else. This might just be a me thing, but I've talked about it with some other people and people have agreed, but it's kind of weird. Uh, a hat. This is, is really, really what? weird. I call it. Uh, it's, like, it's like a thinking cap, 
but it's like okay. if you if you can see me right now which you can't but maybe <laughs> we'll show is i literally will put a baseball cap on and i wear it kind of low unintentionally yeah i was gonna it, say it blocks my peripheral vision and so it just like tunnels me into whatever i'm doing and when i pair that with noise canceling headphones and just have a good <laughs> playlist going you can't reach me you can't get through i'm locked in literally but some of my roommates will walk in see that and be like, oh gotta go <laughs> i've fully never heard that in my entire life but i'm so happy that that works for you <laughs> i'm so happy yeah it's like all right really time to grind sometimes i'll sometimes i'll put sunglasses <laughs> no you won't <laughs> shut up right now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's really weird i know no one else does that but like yeah sometimes okay. i get in these modes okay hey whatever you never works. know you, you never, never know. know you just never know <laughs> okay so i'm a weirdo no, it's okay. I like it. Maybe I'll try it this week. What other productivity hacks? Um, I have one more. Uh, reward yourself. Yes. So have something. Yes. Sometimes I'll do this with like when I'm working from home. Um, be like, all right, once I get this done and check this off my list, I'm going to move to my bed and I'm going to put on something in the background or, oh, I'm going to go get Tate for lunch if I can get this done. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You just look forward to something yes. and you reward yourself yeah. for completing your work. I love that. That was the one that I was going to say. Okay, perfect. We're so in sync. Yay. All right. I think those are some pretty good productivity ones. And then last thing we can say is do this for your future self. You don't want to look back on your young mid-20s and just see yourself working so hard and that pretty much consumed your life. Like the, Your 20s and the start of your career is such an important part of your life and really sets the foundation. So yeah. have fun. See yeah. your friends. Meet new people. Experience new things. You're never going to have less responsibility than you do right now. Yeah. So enjoy that. Totally. And also playing devil's advocate like you said the it, we are at such like a foundational point in our career that what we do now and the work we put in now will eventually pay dividends yes so you can also kind of get lost in that mindset thinking that like you need to grind because you need to set yourself up for success but what kind of helps me and not to be morbid but like you never know like when the last anything is going to be. So yeah, it's like true. not only do you not want to live to a certain point and then look back and see that you didn't have as much fun as you could have because you were so heads down. Definitely. But you also just want to like live presently because you just never know. And like you, there's more to life outside of work and people know that, but of people course. just lose sight of that, you know? Yeah. It is so rewarding to work so hard and you can still set up that foundation that you were saying. Yeah. But reward yourself. That's yeah. the whole point of work. Like we said before, totally. we don't live to work. We work so that we can live our lives. Exactly. And on that note. I love that. My focus of the week is to not work past 6 p.m. <laughs> okay, I like that. Um, my focus of the week. Well, I'm in the office for work. Uh, so I guess it's just to 
go into it with more of a positive mindset yeah it's so hard going from work from home into the office it just seems so daunting it's like everybody the whole company has to be in three days a week so I that's think it's crazy. actually gonna be a really fun week oh that's gonna be amazing and it's not like you're going to a deserted office like yeah. there's it's gonna feel I don't even know what that's gonna feel like you're honestly very lucky. Like, I don't know anyone who, like, mandates all employees. Normally, it's like, you choose what day you go. You do this. Yeah. You do that. I mean, technically, we choose which day. Which So, we have to be in three days. Um, but two of those days have to be within Tuesday, Thursday, at least for my specific team. Wow. So, at least two of the days, you'll be with a decent amount of people. That's amazing. Um, I'm also realizing my focus of the week is not standing already because I am traveling this week. It's not even normal work week for me. <laughs> that's kind of fun. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, that's kind of fun. I'm like, I have two days and I have like a field trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. That's such a good mindset to have. Yeah. But so work will be there, but it'll just look different for the next few days. I'm just thinking now, like I just talked about how great my work-life balance is. And now I'm going to have to go into the office so early because like now I have to get ready. And then I'm going to be working directly next to my manager. So you're probably going to be even more productive because you're in you're in so proximity too. to other people that are working on projects as you. I will say I just talked all that smack about, you know, having these boundaries. <laughs> and now I'm going to be in the office and my manager is going to still be working. And I'm going to have the hardest time logging off and being like, bye. Bye. See, see you tomorrow. Ya. <laughs> So, take everything I said with a grain of salt. <laughs> no. Ebbs and flows, baby. Yeah. No, your your manager has been in your shoes. Oh, so, yeah. just he, remind he yourself it. of that, you know? Yeah. But that's so exciting. It is. And with that, that's another Let's Talk Bolt series episode. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.